Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Camp Vimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. As we are off and running on this Tuesday, things are looking a little up today. The the uh, gloom and doom of overreaction Monday has uh, given way to kind of a renewed sense of hope in spring. Now, I I do have hope that Baylor will get things going. And I've had conversations today that, that make me feel kind of better about things there. I didn't feel horrible already. Now, with the Cowboys, it's really hard. you got to kind of dig deep. Now, we'll get going today. I will say at um, just in a few minutes, we got a big uh, announcement to make, and it involves one of our former members of this show. And, uh, and I wanted to uh, let him make a big introduction. Uh, and so that'll come up in about five minutes or so. And that'll be, uh, that will be fun. And uh, just got a, uh, we've got a new member of the Eminem Broadcasters family. Okay. And we need to, we need to uh, share that news with you. Uh, it is uh, Tuesday, and we have uh, lots going on uh, across the sports world. I, I got to say, Aaron, um, last night, Monday Night Football, strange to have Troy and, and Joe Buck. Because that's going to take some getting used to. They've made their way over to Monday Night Football, and it is a – I really think what ESPN calculated, and they may be right, is that if they made a better commitment, a bigger commitment uh, on the broadcast side and got bigger names, that they would get better games. And I'd have to look again at the schedule, but I think the Seattle playing Denver, good matchup, lots of uh, uh, easy storylines there with Russ going over. Aaron, I'm sure for a lot of purposes, a lot of reasons you were watching this, but this one shocked. I think Peyton and Eli were doing their thing. Really surprising how um, how the Broncos decided to play this at the end of the game. Had an opportunity to go for it on fourth and five, and uh, they were right there on the – Aaron, 46-yard line. Uh, actually, the ball was going to be spotted on the 46, so it would have been uh, closer than that. Anyway, they got a fourth and five, so they can – they certainly have an opportunity to move up and uh, advance the ball a little bit and get in better field goal range, down by one point, and just decide to sit on it and try – Aaron, how long did that thing? I, I'm, I'm now. I'm. Uh, did that thing end up being like a, 
64 yard. Oh my gosh. Terrible, terrible decision making. A 64 yard attempt. Now, I've seen Ed Werder, my podcast partner, and others say, well, you had this much a chance of winning if you kicking that field goal and this if you go for it and stuff like that. And maybe there's some percentages that show that there it's about a 50-50 proposition. But listen, I, I think anybody will tell you uh, you want to kick a 60. I don't care if McManus has the enormous leg or whatever. You, you, you got a 64. I mean, Aaron, what are we talking about? We're talking about close to an NFL record, aren't we? I mean, when you get into that range, I mean, there have been people recently have hit some field goals in the 60s, but it's kind of obscene. Anything over 60 to me seems like a real crapshoot. Yeah. Anywhere uh, in the – yeah, go ahead. The NFL record is 66 yards, which Justin Tucker set last year. So, yeah, two yards away from an NFL record instead of letting Russell Wilson try to convert a fourth and five. And I, somebody was saying, well, Russell hadn't, they'd had some, they'd had some uh, rough time against that defense. My gosh. I mean, I, I was looking at the yardage and I don't really, I find that kind of a hard reason to give. I just, I mean, think about how much time you had, Aaron, the, the clock is ticking down. At one point, it was like 40-something seconds or maybe even 50 seconds, and they just let that thing go. I mean, and let it tick down, and then you decide to try to end the game right there <laughs> with a 64-yard attempt. I would have considered going for it had it been a 54-yard attempt. Like, I don't think it would have been the worst move in the world to – to go for it even if it was 54 because with the game on the line in that spot, that's tough. Now, again, that would have been a lot easier to justify holding for the 54. It reminded me of some Jason Garrett stuff. It really did. I just was kind of reminded of what what Garrett loved to kind of get to a certain spot on the field and then just get bogged down. And 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 do something like that. Well, I I just uh, I think it was uh, a really bad, and I and I hated it because Aaron, I kind of liked that guy, that young new coach for Denver. Nathaniel Hackett is his name, son of Paul Hackett. I thought they, I thought in a lot of ways they just did Seattle a huge favor, and. You know, sometimes, by the way, they go with these color rush uniforms. And uh, I, I don't know what I, I still am out. I mean, like, it's an interesting color when you see Seattle go to that lime green. I don't know if I like it. I mean, it, it is pretty crazy. It, it, it's kind of tough on the eyes. Now, we'll have a we've got a uh, guest coming up, kind of a mystery guest. And we've got some uh, big announcements to make here in just moments, um, and uh, it'll be uh, it'll be exciting uh, as we uh, as we uh, reach out to our man and get the big news. Aaron, let me know when we have our man on the on the line. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN 
Central Texas, and um, that that was the that was the big news last night. Uh, I want to tell you we got Aggies at four twenty. All right, if you're an Aggie out there and you're kind of worried, and and uh, I mean I, I I get it, I get it. That's not a good way to open the season. We'll talk Aggies, and we'll do it with Travis Brown from the Eagle right there in Bryan College Station. And um, we'll get that done at uh, at 420. So coming up here in just about 10 minutes. And then, of course, uh, at about 505. Oh, good. Okay. This man has been very busy. And that's why I just I, I hated to ask for an entire segment. I mean, I know uh, I know Barfield will not give him a day off. I would never ask him during this time, this very precious time to spend an entire segment. But uh, I, I want to introduce to you uh, Stephen Simcox, longtime friend, uh, longtime producer, and a uh, also an on-air talent on ESPN Central Texas. And some big news came down uh, Saturday, and, of course, it came right in the middle of a college football Saturday uh, Stephen, welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show, a place you're very familiar, a place you tried to leave, but I do keep tr- – I'm always coming up with projects to, you know, to, to get you to be a part of things again. Um, Stephen, can you introduce the, uh, the newest member of the Simcox family? Yeah, so, I mean, the whole Simcox family is kind of like an independent contractor for the Matt Mosley Show. So the newest 1099 employee <laughs> is, uh, is young Travis Joel Simcox. We're going to call him TJ. And uh, as you mentioned there, he came on the world Saturday afternoon, um, shortly after, you know, the Horns had a moral victory against Alabama. So he got to kind of experience that as he was coming into the world. And, uh, yeah, we're thrilled. We're excited. He's doing well. Uh, mom's doing well and so we're back in newborn life but uh thanks for having me on and always good to hear from you buddy yeah it's uh it's exciting and i feel like probably um uh tj is right there in your arms as we speak and uh they first of all i mean this is with uh bradley abby sawyer i mean this is a really a growing family uh siblings so far who's taken the most interest uh in the young man oh good question i would say abby i mean she loves she loves babies she likes playing with baby dolls so that's kind of her expertise um bradley i mean he he tries to kind of engage with them but it's hard for him to really get there since he can't play with him yet and sawyer's just pretty confused i think he actually is gonna well it's, it's sad unfortunately he had an ear infection but he's over now but for a couple days we sort of kept him away he was running fever but this morning we introduced him to tj and sort of let him you know look around and assess his surroundings and um yeah i just think he's uh he's kind of confused by the whole ordeal having another baby in the house uh with him only being a 15 month old but i think hopefully they'll grow to be great friends um because they are so close in age kind of similar to abby and bradley but he's, yeah. he's the most skeptical right now he's kind of given us a a look of uh, okay when is when is the charade gonna be gonna be over yeah yeah he thought he was gonna have a little longer as the uh as the baby and that did not uh that did not last as long as uh, sawyer wanted uh now say the middle name again for us and of course we're talking to steven simcox longtime member 
of the Eminem uh, Broadcasting family. In fact, uh, uh, Aaron, could we, if Stephen wanted to run a game tonight or something, like a Rangers game, do you think we could set him up? Could we, we can make that happen. A, you think we could do that? Okay. All right, Stephen, if you're just if you're just kind of at home and need to get back to work, we're willing to do that. But tell me the middle name again. I really kind of like that middle name, but say that again for me. So Joel is the middle name here. Okay. Yeah. And who is that who is that named after? <laughs> so great great question. So Travis is his first name. And Travis is uh, my wife, Kristen. It's her grandfather's name, um, who was a, a real character. Unfortunately, he passed away back in January. So we named baby Travis in memory of him. Joel just sounds good. I, I, as far as I know, there's not a family tie to the name Joel. I just think Stephen is sort of a weird middle name. And so we kind of mixed it together to create TJ. But, yeah, there's, there's no family significance to Joel. Um, I think it's biblical. I mean, I know Mosley, you know that. Uh, but other than that, there's there's no real significance there. Yeah, I have to really strain to think of Joel's role in the Bible. I'd have to kind of <laughs> narrow that one down. May may come up in like Ecclesiastes or somewhere that I'm not as quite as familiar with. But uh, I like it. TJ sounds like an athlete. Sounds like somebody's going to have some quick twitch skills, that kind of thing. Give us the uh, give us the measurables, if you would, on uh, on young TJ the uh, as he uh, enters the world uh, on a, upon arrival. What kind of measurables were we talking about? So we're at uh, eight pounds nine ounces and about twenty one inches long. Um, the nurses they didn't weigh him immediately, and uh, they were kind of like taking bets on how big he was going to be, because when he came out, they were like, oh, wow, this is a big baby. I thought he was going to be a nine-pounder, but not quite. Apparently, he's got uh, some big cheeks. So that that was what made them think that maybe he was nine pounds. But didn't quite get there, but eight pounds, nine ounces. So a pretty pretty hefty guy. Maybe a guy that's going to wear some husky jeans later on in life. We'll see. Well, uh, I I do not wish that on him. I mean, you and I both had our <laughs> – had some times in our life unfortunately we've never really grown out of that uh phase but um that's uh tj uh aaron would you like to congratulate steven on uh on on uh his uh latest child i mean a growing family i know i know you're very excited for him i already did but i can again i uh, well i'm on the air is what i was talking about here oh, well, i did it on twitter which is <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. That was rousing. I loved it. Yeah, good, good no, job, Aaron. Congratulations. We, look, yeah, look forward to meeting we, TJ. We, we. I thought you Thanks, rolled buddy. with that extremely well. Uh, it is the it's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, Stephen Simcox welcoming uh, young TJ into the world. Uh, uh, Mom, Kristen. Uh, and uh, very proud grandparents who probably would like to provide him with some Baylor, uh, some Baylor outfits. But I know that uh, some TCU outfits are already uh, uh, available. So, uh, Aaron, uh, Stephen, I appreciate it. I called Aaron Stephen for the first six months, and of course now I'm going the opposite way here. This is very confusing for me as I uh, as I enter my my late forties. 
Uh, Stephen, have a uh, have a tremendous afternoon, and we're very excited for you. And I know uh, the owner of Eminem Broadcasting will be sending over several gifts. <laughs> yeah, I expect a nice gift basket. Uh, thanks, Matt, as always. I'm I'm really excited to listen today. I loved your tweet about uh, Dr. Jerry Jones coming today with a new timetable for Dak Prescott. So I want to hear more <laughs> about this optimism. I'm feeling like if, if Jerry was over COVID, we would have had that thing knocked out in about two weeks. He's just, he's just ready to put it all the rest. Everything's fine. Trust in Cooper Rush. All right. Bye, Stephen. Bye, TJ. Bye, Matt. Thank you. You bet. There he goes. Stephen Simcox, longtime member of our family here at M&M Broadcasting. And uh, send him your well wishes on the uh, text line, CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Next, we go to College Station for the latest on those fighting Texas Aggies. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative, and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. Buy more, save more. This is true for tractors, too. At WC Tractor, we have ready-to-go new Kubota tractor packages, which include the most commonly used attachments. Along with a Kubota tractor, you will leave with a loader and box blade for dirt work, a cutter to take care of your fields, and a trailer to haul it all. Think of all the jobs you can get done with a new Kubota tractor package. Come on by any of our locations or visit us online at wctractor.com. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotez Esquites jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our new Berea menu, exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. 
NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you and your family. Exceptional experience. Extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love at SWCLaw.com. That's SWCLAW.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Monday Night Football had the debut of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman in the booth and saw the Seattle Seahawks hang on to beat Russell Wilson with the Broncos 17-16 last night. Dak Prescott will not go on the IR after his surgery to repair his thumb. Jerry Jones said on the Cowboys flagship station, the fan this morning, that Dak has a real chance to be back within four games. Anthony Avilia took special team player of the week in the ASC. UMHB returns home to face Southwestern Saturday night at 6. UMHB will also have the field naming ceremony for Pete Fredenberg Field Saturday night. You can catch the UMHB coaches show tonight at 6 with head coach Larry Harmon on Fox Sports Central Texas. Rangers split the doubleheader with the Marlins yesterday. Texas back at home to start a series with the A's tonight. 7.05 first pitch and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, joined right now by Travis Brown of the Eagle right there in uh, Bryan College Station, and uh, I'm looking at him right now. He's on some kind of podcast here, it looks like, (coughs) from a couple of hours ago. (coughs) Travis, this is a, uh, I'm almost getting choked up even thinking about that game the other day. Did um, did, was there part of you going into that game? By the way, how are you doing? Welcome back to the program. The last time I saw you, we were in front of a a studio audience or uh, in front of a room full of people. It's kind of nice, isn't it, just to be on the radio and not have to make eye contact with like you know a hundred people. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I guess it's nice to be in the same room as you. It would be nice if I had that that great. Uh, sausage and biscuits breakfast in front of me right now that that would make this a little bit better but yeah the magic of radio it's wonderful it is and i hope uh boy at that at that time you were like nine days into marriage now you have you're a veteran at this point you got like two months um 
or something along those lines. And so you've got this thing figured out. And uh, But I do love that stage where, like, even at a 7 a.m. speech, did you notice who was not there? My be- my, I have the most supportive wife in the world. In fact, she's probably listening to us right now. But a, but a 7 a.m. exchange club speech, 24 years from now, Travis, she will not be attending, okay? I just wanted you to know that. But but nine yeah. days into marriage, she was there, and I thought that was kind of neat. Well, nine days into marriage, I still had to persuade her. So it, it was, it's already <laughs> heading down that path. And, and I'm right, a veteran, and I, and I have about half of my stuff moved in from the garage so far. So uh, oh, man. still half the stuff sitting in the garage. Well, Travis Brown getting it done, and uh, he's having fun, but uh, covering a team that is in turmoil. And, th- th- I mean, that's one of those – you, you just hear about, oh, wait, this thing's close. And, of course, then you start, for people like me who aren't, like, living and dying with the Aggies like I do with my Bears, but I do enjoy watching and see, and keeping up with them. And, boy, you see that score, and then you got to dial it in. Now, was it such a thorough and dominant performance that you almost, even early on, Travis kind of thought, I don't know if the Aggies are going to get this together. I mean, were you having thoughts like that early or even like at halftime and in the, you know, as the third quarter started, did you think, okay, they'll, they'll eventually take care of business here? No, you, you were right. There was a point where I was thinking they're, they're going to lose this game. And I want to say, I want to say it was a little bit after halftime because, you know, you, there, there are times, plenty of times when teams come out there and just lay an egg in the first half and, you know, get get a good butt chewing in the locker room and come back out and get get their act together, and uh, that that certainly did happen. So I think it was there probably within the first uh, few minutes of of the third quarter. But then it, all the the first few minutes of the third quarter was the only time that A and M had the ball. I think it went from nine minutes in the third quarter to about seven minutes in the fourth quarter was one continuous drive by uh, by uh, Appalachian State. They they couldn't get the offense on the field, so. Yeah, it was it was a it was a weird game, but if you look at just about any stat, any metric, Appalachian State just absolutely dominated the Aggies in almost everything. I mean, they ran 38 plays. The Aggies did 38 plays. The, the fewest they've ever run was 29 against SMU in 1945. Uh, they don't keep the, the the top 10 list. They don't. The records aren't readily available. But I do know that the lowest was 29 in uh, in in 1945. So that's it, some pretty record lows there. They weren't they? They were winning some national titles back then. My gosh! That, I mean, go back to what 1939 or something. I mean, yeah. the uh, the the Ags were right in the middle of it. Well, I, I it, this is uh, it, it. Now people are going to start immediately looking to the quarterback when something like that happens that's that is where people turn i was seeing earlier today um you know it 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 seems like jimbo fisher would certainly be open to anything right now open to ideas open to another quarterback where do you sense this thing's going because the, the problem is you don't have a week like baylor has to to play texas state uh you gotta you gotta now you got miami coming in and here is a team with a really good quarterback 
a ranked team, and and this is no pushover. In fact, Ivan, you could make the argument. I mean, certainly you would think they're better than Appalachian State, although after watching Appalachian State for two weeks, you got to think they're pretty formidable. Um, where Where is Jimbo, do you feel like, with this offense, and what do you think he'll try to do to, to see if he could spark this thing? Well, I'll start with the, the end point that you said there, because think about this. In two to three to four years, when that 12-team playoff rolls in, if A&M somehow manages to, to, to run the table or to win, you know, lose one more game, well, in two or three years, they could possibly say, hey, our one loss is to – uh, Sunbelt champion and college football playoff uh, uh, team, Appalachian State, but not so much, not so much in the four team. That's just a bad loss. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think offensively, uh, I, I think that there is a lot of, of real hard looking in the mirror that needs to be done when it comes to Jimbo's offensive scheme. Because, yeah, I think by every every – qualification every person you talk to you can hear and say and know that Jimbo Fisher is an offensive genius but I I, I think and from what I've talked to and and learned a little bit more about this this offense you have to be on that same mental wavelength on that same kind of IQ and comprehension uh, level of Jimbo Fisher to be like play quarterback in this system because you can't you can't guess. You got to know all the reads and all the reads set up what all the, uh, the 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 progression is. And if you're not making the right reads, you don't know where your progression starts, and then you're just guessing. And I don't know how much of this is Haynes King out there knowing what the reads are and just making bad throws, or he's out there just guessing uh, at, at what the reads are and 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 kind of floundering. But 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 something needs to change because he's bringing in four and five star quarterback recruits. Uh, but he hasn't really had – it took Kellen Mond three years to be a manageable quarterback uh, in this system, and he really hasn't had a quarterback that excelled in it since Jameis. And Jameis, as we've seen, is a, is a you know, next-level kind of quarterback. So th- th- I, I think that, that one of these things is not like the other, and it's not a, a string of good quarterbacks coming in. It, it's, it's the offensive system. And he said in his press conference – that he wouldn't be opposed to bringing in an offensive coordinator if he thought that it would help things win, and he wouldn't let his ego get in the way. But but that leaves a big if of when does it, in his mind, get to the point that he says that they, they can't win with him playing calls and being the head coach. Yeah, and I, I think fans would be up for whatever. But as true Aggies, I mean, did you, you saw the crew out there, the students. Uh, I mean, there's, there's more, you know, this – there's still a huge interest in this game. And, you know, I talked to an Aggie buddy today that was almost frustrated about that. He, he You know, it's almost kind of like he wishes the fan base was like some of these other fan bases that are quick to, to kind of turn almost to cause change or to and, – and this fan base isn't wired like that. I mean, famously, I don't think – I think they're, the whole Aggie thing is don't boo – you know, you don't boo your own team, all that kind of stuff. So a lot of these things are admirable, but it's not like the people are going to stop showing up. At other schools, well, you lose to Appalachian. Eventually yeah. they will. Eventually it will because you go back to the end of the Kevin Sullivan era and they were losing fans. Now it just takes a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I mean, a few more losses to the likes of Appalachian State, and I say the likes. <laughs> This is a uh, this is a, this is a good team. I mean, I, 
If you don't watch it, you lose to Miami, and it's not just a loss. Then you start, Travis, this is how this works, and you know it. There'll be some of these star skill players or whatever that start hitting the portal. I mean, like, it, when, when you, if you get, like, an early where it looks like it's going to snowball on you, some things can get ugly, and, and that's what's wild. It can go from, oh, the number six team in the country to people leaving the program uh, in a hurry. I, did, 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 um, did Jimbo seem shell-shocked to you after the game? I, and, again, I was all caught up in the Baylor stuff, so I can't say that I was, was on it like you were. Did, did, uh, did Jimbo – what was the – what was the kind of uh, you know you're pretty good at reading the temperature in those rooms. What was the what was the Jimbo meter looking like? Yeah, it certainly wasn't shell shocked. But I think you go back to the the, the uh, talking season when he's making the rounds around the the, the up and down I thirty five and up and down Highway six and talking to all the A and M clubs. He frequently said he hasn't been more excited about a season and a group of guys than this group. He said it. Frequently, and and he had some swagger to him. I mean, go back to the Nick Saban thing. That came from a place of confidence and a place of uh, of swagger. He had some swag. He was, I don't want to say he was taking shots at us, but he was certainly kind of bantering with us a little bit. He he was feeling pretty good, and he definitely has had a demeanor a little bit back down to earth. It, it's a little bit more uh, just kind of. Uh, conversational you know uh, we there were some pretty hard questions asked yesterday at the press conference he, he took them uh very very in stride and and gave answers to him and didn't really necessarily try to dodge him a whole lot so i don't know what shell shock is but maybe maybe not down a, a peg all right and i feel like you need to go over there and comfort some of these yell leaders because they're taking a beating for midnight yell practice, and I know you got better things to do than being over there covering a midnight yell. But Travis, those—I mean—and again, for people that don't understand A and M, what they said, I guess some people could take offense to it. But it's pretty much what they've been saying about teams. And I mean, first of all, probably most Aggies don't even really know what Appalachian Appalachian State is. All right, so they always take some pokes at the opposing team. So anybody acting all offended by that stuff, getting carried away. But what happens is after a loss like that, everything gets exacerbated. And these guys that are doing the weird stuff where they where they say something, they'll go, Aggie, ah, and everybody makes a big cheer. It makes them look crazy, okay? It makes them look weird. Um, again, my best friend in the world is a former Aggie L leader. I, can you say former in A and M? You got to say no, I, you're, I guess you're a always, you're head always, yell leader. Yeah. You're yeah. Aggie. Well, I'm not yeah. saying a former A and M student. I'm just saying I think you can maybe say a former Aggie head yell leader. Whatever. I don't know. But he should, he should have try you try just to go down in the field and say I'm you know once an Aggie yell leader, always an Aggie yell leader. Try to try to lead some <laughs> yells. You know, this Saturday. <laughs> Are you worried about the? Uh, Yell leaders, Travis, do you think they'll be – that's never fun when you start going viral for that Aggie yell practice. And, again, these are not bad dudes, but they just it, – it, it ends up making you look really goofy when you lose, and then that stuff gets put out all over the place. You know, I will say that 
it's just kind of the 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 continuation of an old tradition, and I'm I, I don't I'm not trying to be an A and M or a yell leader apologist, but every all of it has the has the uh, the feel of something that you know started in whenever it started, but 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 has that kind of good old old down home 1950s feel to it of of we're gonna take some we're gonna make some dad jokes and move on and 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 it is what it is they they like it they enjoy it it's a really cool tradition if you haven't been to it you got to go see it once it's great but yeah they recycle a lot of the same jokes every year every two years rolls around you you know i'm sure at some point when they've played boise state they made the boise isn't a state joke or whatever it was with with appalachian state but that's that's what makes like this part of college football season great because you can go uh up uh, i-35 and there's all the, the big hubbub about uh, SMU putting billboards all over Fort Worth, you know, and you've got uh, you got all the banter between Texas and A&M with how Texas played Alabama close and everything. Like this is this is a great part of the season because still no one's really done anything, and and so it's like it's like talking season light because there's a little bit of football that's been played, so people have some talking points, but it's still a bunch of bunch of silliness all over Twitter. And uh, <laughs> I gotta love it a little bit. <laughs> well, yes, because you're a writer and podcaster. Is there some other young man that's entered? I hope uh, I hope our buddy Cessna is okay because uh, I keep when I'm going on uh, checking your Twitter out. There's some other guy I'm seeing you do podcasts with. Is everything okay there? Every everything is good. Uh, Cease is a is a busy busy man, so we try to to only bring him into our, our digital uh, millennial TikToks and whatnot when, when, when he's absolutely needed. But he was actually at, a, uh, uh, I believe, a family wedding this weekend. So okay. we, uh, we held down the fort for him uh, and it, strongly, I, I, I guess. I don't know if yeah. people might want to blame this weekend on Cease not being there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, he he should be respected enough in that family that they don't have a wedding uh, in the middle. I mean, even you had the good sense to get yours taken care of in the off season. I think summer ball or fall camp maybe was going on, yeah. but my gosh, I had the good sense to miss part of fall camp when you so I didn't have to watch players stretch for uh, you know three weeks in a row. <laughs> That's right. Oh man. Well. Uh, we will see, and we'll continue to read all of uh, all of your stuff there at the Eagle. Uh, follow Travis Brown, good follow out there on Twitter, and uh, tell your wife I said hey, and uh, glad I was able to feel like I was uh, really starting to to give you guys some good advice. Uh, I, I can't remember if it was marital advice. I think it was like career advice or something uh, something as we like were that, making yeah. our way out of there. But uh, always fun to see your parents and your uh, and uh, your family. So, Travis, I appreciate it, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Anytime, Matt. All right, there he goes. Golly, I should have brought up uh, Travis. Uh, there's a new uh, – uh, a podcast out there that Travis would be all over. All right, it is the uh, – the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, sometimes our Aggies and Longhorns want to chime in, and they think, oh, Mosley's a Baylor guy. Come on, we talk some Aggies, and at some point today, as we get into Campus Confidential, we'll praise the Longhorns. My gosh, that was a tremendous 
performance uh, Saturday. We'll continue to praise that. We'll see how they do because the Roadrunners are coming into town, and we'll we'll uh, we'll have to check on these uh, on these Longhorns this weekend. Campus Confidential is next. Waco Lions football presented by Bird College and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. The Waco Lions head to Middle Ophion this Thursday night to continue district play. Our coverage of Waco football begins at 6.30 with the pregame, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Toos and me this Thursday night at 6.30 as the Lions take on the Panthers in Middle Ophion, and we'll have it right here on your home for Lions football, ESPN Central Texas. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding Bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck. It's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune-up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune-up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, or van at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Monday Night Football had the debut of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman in the booth and saw the Seattle Seahawks hang on to beat Russell Wilson with the Broncos 17-16 last night. Dak Prescott will not go on the IR after his surgery to repair his thumb. Jerry Jones said on the Cowboys flagship station, the fan this morning, that Dak has a real chance to be back within four games. Anthony Avilia took special team player of the week in the ASC. UMHB returns home to face Southwestern Saturday night at 6. UMHB will also have the field naming ceremony for Pete Fredenberg Field Saturday night. You can catch the UMHB coaches show tonight at 6 with head coach Larry Harmon on Fox Sports Central Texas. Rangers split the doubleheader with the Marlins yesterday. Texas back at home to start a series with the A's tonight. 7.05 first pitch and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and it is time for Campus Confidential. Lots going on in college athletics and uh, college uh, football in particular. And as we begin today, I turn it over uh, to Aaron Sexton. Thank you, Matt. Despite the fact that Saturday's Baylor-BYU football game didn't end until after 2 a.m. Eastern time, 2.4 million people tuned in to watch the Baylor-BYU game. According to ESPN, it's the biggest audience for any of its late-night Saturday college football games since 2016. That game was Texas at California in 2016, so it also featured a Big 12 team. So good news ratings-wise for the Big 12 and for Baylor is they had the most viewed Saturday night game in that late window for ESPN in over eight years uh, as they took on BYU last Saturday. Yeah, yeah I remember that, one of the, that Cal game might have been, uh, they won, they had a home and away with Cal, and one of them, somebody missed an extra point to lose that game. may have been Texas. And then they might have beaten Cal in the, in the other game. I'm thinking back about that. But that was a late-night kind of wild ending, if I'm thinking about the right game. Bears and BYU, great sign. It's a tremendous sign. And when you hear Brett Yormark talk about wanting to go west and find a good culture fit out there, hey, there's some culture fits. You know what culture fits mean to me, Aaron? It's like, do they write checks? 
Can you get more money? I mean, that's what really college. I mean, I, just, I, mean, I love the culture fit. I mean, there's no there's no rhyme or reason to like you now. Utah might be the best culture fit because it's a great travel partner with BYU. But let's not act like if you go out west that Arizona State and Arizona couldn't be just as good a travel partners. Utah just happens to be right there, and there have, there's a built-in rivalry there, and those two bases uh, are, uh, well, I was going to say friendly rivals. I don't know if it's that friendly, but they do all live together and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm not, and, and of course, they're a lot of like Aggies and Longhorns. They're husbands and wives uh, that went to those respective schools. So this is uh, a great sign, and that game really nobody – it didn't even get on main ESPN because that other game was ending and they kept it was a, it was taking forever uh, because that was the game before them where uh, which one it was twenty six to like six there were there was just a bunch of stuff they were trying to make a comeback and whoever it was didn't have time but they were still calling timeouts and everything so you didn't get the full audience ready to roll. Until about 9.25 or 9.30, you're already into the game a little bit. And then, of course, usually those things, the the big numbers occur, you know, late in the game. Like at the Big 12 championship game, of course, right there at the fourth quarter at the end of the game, it's enormous. Well, you don't think of that for that late night of a game because it when that game ended, um, it was 2.15 Eastern. Uh, uh, yeah, East Coast, 2.15. And, I, and as much as some of those folks, I mean, I'm sure our Baylor people and the Mormons that live in the in uh, New York were all up watching the thing, but that's not that huge of a group. So the East Coast people had gone to sleep, and I would say the Central people, other than all the Baylor people, uh, a lot of the Central people by 1.15 had gone to bed. But that's a great number. Aaron, say it again. Did you say two and a half million? What did it end up being? Two point five. Two point four. Two point four million. Good number, and of course that ranked uh, seventh of the week, and and it was uh, it was as Aaron said, and and again these ESPN and Fox love having that late window, and you're like, oh well, why? Everybody's watching Saturday Night Live or something? No, no, no. People want to keep watching football. All right. Do you think at nine fifteen everybody just goes to bed? All right. It's been a fun day. Let's just go to bed. Let's say goodbye. No, they've probably been maybe into the into the cabinet, into the you know they've been having a couple of drinks, all that kind of stuff, and they just want to keep watching football. And if you can put a good product and see for years, a good product is not like Washington State and somebody. I'm sorry. I, I It's just not. Oregon State and Washington State are playing. And, I mean, if Washington and and Washington State are playing the Apple, I mean, again, people up in that region care. Most of the country does not care. But when you get a really nice, Baylor's a good team, BYU's a good program, if you can put a really good matchup together, people will stay up and watch it. Jimbo Fisher was asked after the Aggies' woeful offensive performance in a 17-14 loss to Appalachian State whether he would consider relinquishing play-calling duties. 
His answer was not very reassuring, I don't think, for Aggie fans. He said, quote, in time I would, possibly could. You always evaluate those things. Texas A&M is 103rd nationally in total offense after gaining just nine first downs and 186 yards of total offense against Appalachian State, which the week before had given up 63 points to North Carolina. Last season, the Aggies ranked 71st in total offense, 88th in passing, and 56th in scoring offense. Fisher has called offensive plays dating back to his time as an offensive coordinator at LSU. I mean, I I think there's a lot of people at the stadium the other night that could have called better plays than that. I mean, I I do think there's some genius to Jimbo. Uh, I I, I was talking to uh, someone that, that is pretty familiar with that program earlier today, and they made some interesting points in the sense that Jimbo seems to be like if you were talking X's and O's with him, there's some. I mean, I I think he's got a a, a really brilliant, good football mind, but that doesn't always show up in the in the fog of a game. All this stuff's happening, and so sometimes you get some people that that maybe do a good job working with quarterbacks. I mean, what's the best moment Jimbo's had at Texas A&M? Well, you'd say, well, they beat they beat Alabama. That's probably right. Uh, that's got to be their best moment. And what he did is he took a, a quarterback. What was it? Which one was that, Aaron? Is it Starkle or somebody? Whoever that quarterback was that really was, you know, and he went somewhere else and is like a second or third string or he transferred somewhere else. He's not known as some kind of great quarterback. And they somehow knocked off Bama with him. So, you know, you would think if he can do that, with a quarterback with a little better pedigree and, and all of that, that he could do better. I mean, I don't know how much of this to put on Haynes King. I would say Haynes King has at times in his short career at A&M has looked serviceable. He's supposed to be a, a, a good dual threat type quarterback. We're not seeing it. I mean, I, I, I would, I, if I were them, <clears throat> who's the other guy, Aaron? It's, is it Weigman? Is yeah, he still around Connor, here, Connor Weidman? Connor Weidman I mean, yeah. I mean, well, how how in the world could you not want to see somebody else right now? Well, and they also have uh, Johnson, the transfer from LSU, who started Absolutely. a lot of Max games for Johnson. them. Yeah, bring Max Johnson, or is it Max? Is that right, Max Johnson? Because um, I remember somebody named Max Hall. Anyway, the um, the guy from LSU. You're right, and and he had his moments. Um, and, and quite honestly, what happens is those guys will go out and play extremely hard. In fact, I think he had some good moments against the Aggies. And so he ends up on the A&M roster. Golly, I'd look at him. I'd look at him. If I got the right guy in mind, that's a lefty. Does that sound right to you? It Max is Max Johnson. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That guy, that guy throws from the left side. I, I, I mean, after watching that mess the other day, in like nine first downs and eighteen minutes of total offense, you got the other team had like forty-one minutes. You got like nineteen minutes. Okay, I mean that's an that really is an embarrassment. I'd I'd put the twelfth man out there, whoever's wearing number twelve right now. I don't even know if he's a quarterback. I'd almost rather watch that guy run around. That was really really bad the other day. But I don't want to put it all on the quarterback because there's a reason that a team is able to keep the ball for that long. Part of it, yeah, you're three and out, and you're not moving the ball. Part of it is 
They're they're running on you. They're gashing you. I mean, that was like Air Force Academy or Army or when Navy was good. That that's what they look like. Appalachia State just lined up and bullied Texas A and M. That can't happen. Okay. I mean, you we joke about like spending all that money on the uh, recruiting class, but these are five star athletes that you have out there, and you let some dudes that 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 basically you know, have kind of a, in their past, they used to be like an FCS school. You basically put, let a team from Boone, uh, North Carolina, which, let's see, let's think how many people are, are at Appalachian State. Aaron, I would guess, I would guess I, we could look it up. I would think they have an enrollment of maybe seven to 12,000 people at the most, Appalachian State. Now, I may... I may be wrong about that. It may be more. But, I mean, that's about what I think. What is it? 18,200. Okay, pretty good. Pretty more than I thought. But still, you go into College Station and you got fifty or 60,000 students and you got the best players in the country. I mean, you got some of the greatest talent in the country. And that coaching staff and those players line up, and that was no fluke. That was no last minute. We got lucky. That's big boy football, and we're going to run it down your throats all all day. All right, Aggie fans got to get mad. This is such a loyal fan base, and I admire that. But every once in a while, the Aggies need to get mad and and demand better. And I would say after that one, um, they uh, they absolutely do. Aaron, we got time, by the way, if you uh, – our, our doctor just got called into our, our big-time 5 o'clock surgeon has gotten called into surgery, which has kind of changed our, uh, our 5.05. So, Aaron, if you've got another one, we got time. I do. Uh, speaking of Appalachian, Appalachian State, after their big upset win over number 6 A&M, they will be hosting College Game Day. ESPN is going to Boone, North Carolina, for the Appalachian State game as they uh, open conference play against Troy coming up this Saturday in their Sunbelt Conference opener. So congratulations to Appalachian State. They have had quite the week with the win over A&M, and now they will be hosting college game day. Yeah, I uh, I find it uh, I find it kind of uh, funny ironic, whatever you want to say, guess where college game day was headed if the Aggies did what they were predicted to do. Aaron, do you remember what the line on that game was, by the way? I would guess the Ags were favored by at least 17 to 20 points, although Appalachia Appalachia State had played such a good game the week before against Penn State? North Carolina. Oh, yeah, the, the UNC. That it might have only been, you know, like 16 or 17. But if A&M had won that game, college game day was going to College Station. And they were going to be there for A&M in Miami. That's still going to be a good matchup. I mean, that's still one I want to watch. But they are going to have to do some things to get this Aggies offense going because uh, the U, as they're called, uh, Miami, comes in and – Aaron, you've seen that quarterback play. Last year, Miami was sitting there at 2-4. and four. They're getting ready to fire Manny Diaz, and they they ran off five of six wins. Now, they ended up still firing him, 
and now they brought in uh, Mario Christ, uh, Cristobal, Cristobal, uh, and uh, so they, I, I think they're headed in the right direction. That's not a that is a really tough game. Now I I have not seen a line on this game, Aaron. I don't know if you've seen one. I would imagine just because they're at home, I would imagine the Aggies would still be favored over Miami. But Miami comes in as like the, what, number 15 team in the country? I think you told me the Ags went from 6 to whatever, you know, 19 or 21 or something. They had a pretty significant drop in the rankings. But I would, if I were making this line for Vegas, I would have the Aggies by 3. You were the pretty Aggies close. favored by four or something like that. What is it? A uh, and M is a five and a half point favorite going okay. into the Miami game, and they were seventeen point favorites uh, going into the Appalachian State game. How about that? Should I become an odds maker? You've been pretty close on all this. Okay, I mean, you would almost think by listening to me that I used to bet on games. <laughs> I would have never done such a thing. All right, it is the um, the Matt. Mo- <laughs> Now, I'm a better odds maker, by the way, than I am a better. I promise you that. I got over that really quickly. I think I was trying to pull some of that in high school. I didn't have – I was all through high school and college, no vices really, Aaron, like no nothing that would have gotten me in trouble, no drinking, anything like that. But, boy, some of my high school classmates started putting some – I started learning about lines, and then we and then they started like – you know, bringing some of that stuff to class. So I'm probably kind of retroactively getting trouble for all this. All right, it's Matt Mosley <laughs> show. You think the statute, statute of limitations, limitations is right Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, it is uh, Matt Mosley show. We just continue to roll right into the 5 o'clock hour. Aaron, do we have to take a break? I guess we do. Uh, and uh, got a lot to catch you up, especially on the Cowboys front next. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dak Prescott's surgery on his injured thumb went well yesterday, but he'll miss at least several games. Head coach Mike McCarthy tells you the mindset as the team turns to back up Cooper Rush right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott will miss several games after undergoing successful surgery yesterday on his injured right thumb. While fans and media may be pressing the panic button as the offense will be without Dak, head coach Mike McCarthy has to keep an even keel. The biggest thing is, especially at the quarterback position, is don't overreact to it. The things I look back on, you know, the week of preparation, you know, do we 
overreact to Tyler playing his first game left tackle. The nice thing about Cooper is, you know, Cooper's been in our system, knows our system inside and out. So, you know, we won't be in that position of trying not to do too much or, you know, vice versa. So, uh, Cooper gives us the ability to keep playing. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage Waco Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage Waco Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 74647. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. Two one. Six Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is uh, Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, as we uh, come to you at the 5 o'clock hour on a Tuesday. And I wanted to bring you the latest, and we may uh, we may try to hear from Jerry Jones at some point uh, uh, today or tomorrow, but um, just some baffling uh, comments. And Jerry famously or infamously recently said, you know, one plus one can equal three. Okay, very strange, but very Jerry-like comment. And here they are today, and Jerry is uh, playing the doctor again, and um, that that's not a that's not a good thing. All right, anytime Jerry tries to start giving you uh, timetables on a uh, on some kind of surgery, you should add like uh, like a year to it. You, <laughs> you should just immediately uh, just discount some of this stuff. Now, he's extremely optimistic. Like in his mind, Tyron Smith should be back any day now. And uh, it is uh, it, it's, it's just kind of it's really kind of sad that that he constantly does this stuff. And quite honestly, because fans want to believe the best and want Dak Prescott back as soon as possible, sometimes they buy this stuff. Now, apparently the surgery that occurred on the uh, on Monday after uh, Dak broke his hand, it's a joint, it's an area below his thumb, uh, it, they got in there, and the surgery went extremely well, and so apparently they're even more optimistic that they were. They thought it was a six- to eight-week time frame. Now they believe he could be back uh, in closer to three to four weeks, and so much so that they're not going to put him on IR. They could put him on uh, IR, and then, of course, he would have to be out for a certain amount of time by not putting it, him on that. They can bring him back and and after you know and and have a chance to be back in that four game time span. If they put him on IR, there's no way he could come back in that four game uh, set. So what they're hoping now is that uh, 
I'd have to look at this the schedule again. But Aaron, I believe it's um, kind of pretty early October that they could get Dak back in there. And the thought would be just hold the fort. If 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 Cooper Rush could somehow just go, um, if he could go two and one, that would be enormous. And they, they could be five hundred, and then Dak comes back in. And a reminder: Dak played horribly in that game. And I, I'm, I'm, t- you know, as much as I'm a fan of his, you can't just come out and go, well, it's the receiver's fault or it's the O-line's fault. And, uh, oh, good. Let's actually hear a little bit from uh, Jerry Jones. And I believe this was his uh, appearance on the, uh, the Cowboys flagship 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. I think what we're going to do here is we won't be putting him on IR. Uh, which means that uh, we want him to be uh, a consideration uh, for playing within the next four games. We will not put him on our. Okay. Now, I because I've been around Jerry for so many years, I will just kind of walk you through this. He's basically leaving the any kind of hope that the team has of Dak returning way earlier than first projected, you know, he he thinks that fires up the fan base and fires up the team, and and it gives them more hope than if they had to go through like six or seven games without Dak. Now the thought is, well, if they could only miss like maybe three games, how about that? When could he grip a football? Now, the problem with this is Jerry always ends up putting pressure on the players. And what doctors and, tra- and athletic trainers need is time to rehab and get him right. Now, how do you rehab a thumb injury? Well, I mean, you know, obviously you can do therapy on it. There's different things you can do. Um, there's a uh, – our, our official surgeon, and we – Fortunately, we got several uh, surgeons in the um, in, in Central Texas that are buddies of the show and are, are big times listeners of the show. One of them in particular, Dr. Lance Ellis from Ascension Providence, and boy, Ascension Providence is one of our proud partners. We're so happy to have them on, and they just rolled back on here recently. And Kevin Stevenson and the whole gang, great, great folks, and they just do incredible work. And I'm always like, okay, th- this guy had a concussion. Who do we have in Ascension Providence for that? This, oh, a hand injury. Let's get a hand specialist on. I mean, they're really – now, Lance can do uh, – well, he was he's Lance to me because we're old college buddies. But Dr. Lance Ellis, I should call him uh, publicly, he knows how to go in. In fact, the reason he was going to join us at 5.05 today, and somebody had a major injury, and it involved the femur and so uh, Dr. Ellis had to get in there and start working on that and, and uh, try to, uh, I don't exactly know what you have to do. I would, I would think if it's surgical, because I had a broken neck within the past two years, and, of course, I had to have a rod and a pin and all the stuff, uh, screws. If you do an X-ray on me, I will forever have a rod back there and screws, and hopefully all that holds up fine and uh, by the grace of God, I'm able to go out and play tennis quite a bit and um, and run around and do all these things that uh, I enjoy doing. Now, if he steps out of surgery uh, or steps out of the uh, OR, we like to call it, 
Um, he'll be able to jump on with us in the next segment, but that's kind of where the situation is. So, Aaron, to summarize, Jerry is in the business right now of motivating. Uh, if I'm trying to look for a silver lining, I will say this. Years ago, when they lost Romo for a while, Kitna stepped in and played really well. You know, they obviously lost Dak. It did not go well. Dalton uh, didn't play that great. Then he gets hurt. Then they try to put Danucci in. That was a disaster. And then they ran in. Uh, what was the guy, Aaron, that used to play at SMU um, that used to also play at University of Texas? Garrett Gilbert. And there you got him. Garrett Gilbert um, ran into the uh, – he came into the mix. And actually, in one of those games, it might have been against the Steelers, played pretty well and, and, and almost brought them to a win. The bottom line is they're not really equipped to go more than two or three games – without a quarterback. If it were going to be six or seven games, I think you think about trading for somebody and actually bringing somebody in who would help you more. For this amount of time, if it's truly only going to be two or three games, you do I, – I kind of understand why they're going to go with Cooper Cup. And now uh, – Cooper, Cooper Rush. Cooper Cup uh, was a what Super Bowl MVP or, or one of the great players for the Rams. Now, I – Cooper Rush – Comes in last season, and Aaron, I believe that was the Vikings game that he was able to win for them. Uh, he he did step in, and and so I, I think he's functional. Have they had better backup quarterbacks? Was Kitna better? Yeah. Was Orton better? I think so. Um, they've also had worse quarterbacks. Whedon comes to mind. Brandon Whedon, uh, the old Oklahoma State quarterback. They had uh, Brad Johnson. It went horribly. Okay? They, they, so they've had some really bad moments. I was thinking back to uh, my time covering the NFL and remembering the 2008 season, and Romo broke his pinky, couldn't grip the ball. And so he couldn't play, and I believe he was out for about three games with a fractured hand or what you'd call a fractured pinky on his throwing hand. How long was he out? Well, yeah, he, he was out for those three, four weeks. I think they had a bye in there somewhere. Brad Johnson comes in, and they went one and two with Brad Johnson. Now, that's about as mad as Jerry ever was at Jason Garrett because Garrett had convinced him that they could get by with Brad Johnson. By the following season, they were spending real money on backups. And I'm talking whether it be Kyle Orton, um, you know, whether it be, uh, I mean, they actually spent like five, six million on him, whether it be Kitna, whoever. But the Brad Johnson thing angered Jerry because Jason Garrett had been friends with Johnson, maybe coached him somewhere and and had a, you know, had a, a, a real, um, you know, bond with him. And Brad Johnson was not up to the task and was just a complete check-down Charlie-type quarterback. So I'm just trying to bring you a little perspective on what was going on back then. All right, we got a lot to come. We may have, who knows, if, if our surgeon steps out of the OR, we may have him on. If not, 
Um, I really want to start delving in some college. And there were a few things that I saw in the Big 12 that I want to weigh in on. And then, of course, as Baylor gets ready for Texas State, uh, there's still some fallout from the Baylor-BYU game that I want to that I want to talk about. All of that coming up next. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball back in action tonight on the floor in the Farrell Center. Plus, Baylor Football back to work, gearing up to get back on the winning track this Saturday. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco. Because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Save big this month on a new 2022 Dodge Charger GT and get $500 bonus cash with 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, first responders get an extra $500 off your purchase. Stop by today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Come by. Let's be friends. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Volleyball up to number 14 in the nation this week in the AVCA Weekly Poll. Back in action tonight in the Farrell Center hosting the University of North Texas. 6 p.m. match time tonight for the Bears in the Mean Green to be televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Baylor football number 17 in the nation this week, coming off the double overtime loss on the road at BYU. The Bears hosting Texas State this Saturday morning at McLean Stadium. Head coach Dave Aranda asked what he'd like to see from his team this week, looking to rebound from their first loss of the season. Well, uh, no, I appreciate that question. I think we need uh, great energy. We need great execution. Um, You know, there's a... You know, there was a, a quote we used from Bruce Springsteen. I, I, you know, the, I had, we had to talk about uh, the boss some because I think we, we had one guy that knew who he was. And so, but there was a, there was a quote that he had about how he doesn't see um, concerts as just a routine. He sees it as a, re- a renewal. And he talks about how, you know, he's playing Born to Run however many times. But it ain't like that. Each time is its new time because there's someone bringing somebody for the first time to li- listen to them. And it's like they're going to see the boss, dude, and they're going to be there, and that's going to be their thing. And it's like you never know whose first time it is. You never know the impact that you make. And I think it's the same way with practice. You know, you could look at it as a, it's a Monday thing or it's a, here's another Tuesday. But, you know, we just talked about the linebacker position is that everyone needs to be going hard on that Tuesday to give that linebacker that's playing now, that's a starter now, the best look and the best, 
you know, um, view so that he can be at his best come Saturday. And so there's it's a renewal every time. Dave Aranda and the Bears in action Saturday against Texas State at McLean Stadium. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff Saturday for the Bears and the Bobcats right here on ESPN Central Texas Television on FS1. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254 855 or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Across Texas, get comfortable. There's nearly 300,000 square miles to explore. In a state this big, you need auto coverage from someone who knows it all. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. For coverage that's right for you where you drive in every moment of every mile. Call Stephen Owens today at 254-399-8010 to see if you qualify to save up to 40% on your auto insurance. Stephen is a proud member of the 1992 Valley Mills Eagles High School State Championship Baseball Team. Discounts may vary by situation. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special. Two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns. And the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burger with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Monday Night Football had the debut of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman in the booth and saw the Seattle Seahawks hang on to beat Russell Wilson with the Broncos 17-16 last night. Dak Prescott will not go on the IR after his surgery to repair his thumb. Jerry Jones said on the Cowboys flagship station, the fan this morning, that Dak has a real chance to be back within four games. Anthony Avila took special team player of the week in the ASC. UMHB returns home to face Southwestern Saturday night at 6. UMHB will also had the field naming ceremony for Pete Fredenberg Field Saturday night. You can catch the UMHB coaches show tonight at 6 with head coach Larry Harmon on Fox Sports Central Texas. Rangers split the doubleheader with the Marlins yesterday. Texas back at home to start a series with the A's tonight. 7.05 first pitch and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. the Matt Mosley show and uh, this is a uh, uh, sad uh, announcement that uh, news uh, broke earlier today and I've been kind of uh, during the show during breaks uh, reading a little bit uh, about it but uh, Judge Starr former Baylor president uh, has passed away um, at uh, age 76 and uh it was a obviously a tumultuous ending at baylor but uh and you know I, what he's known for over the years uh with the whole uh independent council on the clinton scandal i will say uh it did not um end well uh at baylor with uh with judge star but uh during his time at Baylor from 2010 to 2016, he came from uh, Pepperdine, and I believe he'd been the, the dean of the law school there. Uh, but anyway, he, he comes to Baylor, and I, I, he was not, uh, Aaron, how I would have thought. I guess in my mind, from the whole Clinton scandal, I, I kind of thought he was going to be this sort of dogmatic in your face, and I thought, my gosh, how would Baylor choose someone that would be so polarizing? And he came across as this, I mean, first of all, he was very extremely outgoing and very gracious and 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 a nice person. And, um, and I would run into him over the years, got to know him a little bit. Now, I, you know, at full transparency, I mean, I, I was, uh, the, you know, the – the reports after uh, after the whole Baylor scandal found that there was a fundamental failure at his level. Uh, he was uh, at one point. I think they tried to offer him something in the uh, law school, but he quickly uh, that ended, and so he was gone from campus. Uh, President Livingstone had some nice words to say about his defense of uh, religious uh, uh, liberty and freedom and uh, allowing uh, private schools like Baylor, uh, private uh, Christian schools, to do what they do. And, uh, and I do think, I mean, he had a storied career in the legal. He was a federal judge. He was a solicitor general. Um, and so uh, I think he clerked for one of the Supreme Court justices uh, early in his career. Uh, so he was a brilliant legal mind. Um, I will have other brilliant legal minds say that, of course, how Baylor handled things, even from a legal standpoint, uh, was the wrong way to go. 
the Pepper Hamilton, everything that happened. Uh, that was an awful time uh, for Baylor. And, of course, in, in a lot of ways, I guess Art Briles certainly became the face of that. But, uh, but, but Judge Starr uh, paid for it with his job as well. Now, again, still has, he still had um, tremendous friends there in Waco, and a lot of people loved him and, and cared about him. Uh, I was highly, highly critical of him, especially, you know, after the scandal and, and maybe the handling of all of that. Uh, but I'm also able to see that he had a lot of uh, um, really good traits and, and was a brilliant person. I sat by him at one of those, uh, uh, the Elite Eight or Sweet 16 game in Atlanta one time, and I, I don't know how I ended up next to him, but somehow he and his wife Alice, who uh, she survives him, and, and she was really a, a neat person, and I enjoyed getting to spend time with her. Uh, Aaron, he never he never was able to watch a minute of that game. And part of what made him a great college president at times um, was that boy, f- from a fundraising standpoint, I, I don't know if there's ever been anybody better. I mean, he could – he could do it. He, his charisma was there. So, again, lots of really good traits. Um, it did not – I mean, what happened with the scandal was awful on so many different levels. How much should he have known? What did he do when he knew? I, again, we could debate that uh, forever. Uh, but uh, uh, today we show respect. Uh, Judge Starr passes away after a lengthy illness – at age uh, 76, and uh, I just wanted to – I know that's been out there throughout the program today, and I was I was kind of looking at that. I say, Aaron, I mean, guys our age, I mean, I, and I say I, – I'm thinking when Clinton was running for office in 92, I mean, that's probably the first year – I was at – I guess I'd gone to Baylor, and I came home to vote, and he's running against George H.W. Bush – that was the first election I ever got to to vote in. And so then, of course, the scandal happens, and you just I remember so much about it. And isn't it interesting, Aaron, to think of you, you kind of get what I'm saying. He came across as such a bulldog in, in the impeachment hearings and everything. And so it was just kind of strange to all those years later to get to know him a little bit and to know that's not really what he was like. Um, and, uh, and I, and I, I'll still say I was shocked when they named him president of Baylor. I thought, oh my goodness, what are they doing? But, uh, uh, today, uh, the, uh, Ken Starr, uh, is, uh, has passed away at age 76. It is the Matt Mosley show ESPN central Texas, getting back to some of that, uh, the BYU game the other night. Aaron, I don't know if a few days later you're feeling any better about things. Sometimes time, you start to realize, hey, there's a lot of season left. There's a lot of goals still out there. As Sark was saying even before that game the other day, hey, you can't win or lose the Big 12 championship based on playing Bama. Same thing for Baylor. You can't win or lose it based on that game against BYU. Maybe it gives you more confidence, that kind of thing. In this case, it makes you know what you have. I, I like what Aranda said, uh, you know, in the fact that Baylor got out there and realized they, they were not where they wanted to be. 
and the atmosphere impacted them. And and one of the things I appreciate about Dave Aranda is his openness, is that transparency, is saying our eyes were a little bit big in the huddle. Aaron, I went to a high school game the other night, and I saw the same thing happen. Lake Highlands Wildcats go over to Highland Park. You know, I like to kind of make my way up and down the road, see some Central Texas action, then get up the Metroplex, watch some action. And to me, that was going to be a really fun matchup. So Highland Park, they don't, you know, they're now in the same district, and Lake Highlands goes over there, and and, and it it was it was huge atmosphere. They retired Matt Stafford's jersey at halftime, and Aaron, it was just too big a moment. Like the Lake Highlands kids are going to be really good. They got great athletes. Got a great young quarterback who's a junior. They got some really fine players, but they got over there, and it was just too much. It was too much to deal with. Now, they kind of fought back and tried to hang in there for a little bit, but in the end, they end up losing 52-21. Bears got into that the other night, BYU. Can they be better off for it? You bet. You bet. This thing could pay off for down the road. They could learn some lessons. Now, again, you don't want to have to keep learning that lesson. Aaron, what was the lesson at Oklahoma State last year? It was that... You know, in that environment, they weren't ready. They didn't function well at BYU in that environment. You know, I would say for Jeff Grimes and Eric Mateos, that has to be extremely tough to go back to where they really made a great reputation and wanted to perform so well, and the offense just wasn't what we thought it would be. Now, that doesn't mean the offense can't get to where it needs to be. But, Aaron, one of the things, and I don't want to just turn this into, now, have I brought this up to Longquist? You bet I have in terms of, and he'll be on with us tomorrow, Aaron, in terms of this issue I kept having. I kept worrying like crazy about this young wide receiver core, not because they're not talented. It's just because of the lack of experience. And they get there the other night, and, again, I don't know if they couldn't get open if the if the timing was off, I don't know how much of it was Blake's fault, but the ball was not coming out. Blake was trying to move around the pocket, and you know it 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 uh, it was just not good. Now, what Grimes did is tried to manufacture a run game. I saw some encouraging things. Now, Tay McWilliams got hurt in that game. Monterey Baldwin got hurt in that game. We'll kind of see and see how that thing goes moving forward. I know Dave addressed that, uh, I believe, on Monterey Baldwin. The the good news is, for much of that first half especially, the defense held on. The defense held everybody in check. It's 3 nothing. Bears make it 6-3. And then what does BYU do? And, Aaron, you see this in some NFL games, too. They get in their two-minute offense, and they found a rhythm. And they come racing down the field, and that Jaron Hall's a good quarterback. He really is. He moves well. He can beat you with his legs, and he make he can make all the throws. You know, I don't know if he's going to be a big-time NFL quarterback or whatever, but he did it without two NFL-caliber wide receivers. I don't know who's going to step up for this Baylor offense. I hope it's Blake. I hope it's Hal Presley. I mean, I, I, I know it's going to be Ben Sims. Uh, Drake Dabney's a good player. They've got to they got to get to the point where the external stuff, the crowd, doesn't cause them to do some of the things they did the other night. Now, did it cause 
um, Dylan Doyle to go high on that one hit? No, no. Okay, Dylan Doyle is a veteran player who's not going to really be impacted, I think, by a crazy, chaotic atmosphere or crowd. You think he didn't at Iowa play in that? You think he didn't last year at Oklahoma State? I I think he's good enough to know. What he has to learn from that experience is, hey, you you, these are split-second things. Aaron, we're only a few years removed from that being looked at as an unbelievable, praiseworthy hit. All right, back in the day, that is what people would get excited about, is that kind of – but obviously they're trying to take care of players and their safety now, and he came in too high. Now, I didn't know – you know, and he got kicked out of the game for targeting. Is it the right call? Probably so. Probably so, given the current rules. I, I, I had We looked at it a few times. I thought you might be able to make a case for him staying in that game. But it was not the – they could have gotten off the field. And you say, well, they got off the field eventually on that drive anyway. But, Aaron, the, the field the, – uh, the, the, you know, they, they didn't have as good a field position because of that, because of where they had to start from. Now, encouraging signs, I would just say the uh, really fun to see Squirrel running like he was. Squirrel Williams running, Quaylen Aaron, you'll, you'll, you'll speak to this. You know I'm a huge Quaylen guy, and I've kind of been talking about him. <laughs> I think in the offseason I was uh, maybe maybe he was accidentally saying Braylon uh, a couple of times, but Quaylen is my guy. And, I mean, you look at just the way he's built. Reese is the same way in some sense. They've got some backs that have size, ability. Now, I hope Tay is able to come back, but I do see the makings of, of a really good run game. Aaron, of, of everything you saw in that game the other night, what encouraged you the most? Was it just the fact that they kept fighting even though they faced a lot of adversity? Or was there any aspect of the of that team that you felt like really held up and played pretty well? I thought the defense played really well pretty much the entire game. That last drive before halftime, was kind of the outlier, but I thought the defense performed really well. Um, and I think you've mentioned it, but there were some moments in the run game. Now, it struggled. It only I think what they averaged a little less than three yards per carry or around three yards per carry, but I think you saw some glimpses of what it could be if it continues to improve. Yeah, I mean, I, there, there were some missed blocks – that that really showed up at, at, at tough times. I was looking at some of our buddy uh, Travis Roeder, who we enjoyed having on in the past. Travis has moved on to a different outlet and has joined the Internet Boys, and um, and so uh, uh, we can't really have him on anymore. But boy, does a uh, does a nice job on all those cut ups, and I like kind of looking at what he comes up with. And now he tried to say that maybe playing. That, that the step up in competition was almost too much. You know, not, not too much for the team. Just going from playing Albany does not get you at all ready for the quickness and the speed that they were going to bring in, um, uh, you know, in that, in that game from BYU. Because that was a quick front. Aaron, I, I got nightmares. I talked about that number, that number 27, the receiver. Let me tell you another guy that I have, I'll have nightmares about for a long time. It's that linebacker. Was it 31 
what's his name, Aaron Gooley or Godley or something? My gosh. That, I mean, they had some – They BYU had some defenders, maybe 41 or 31, that would just absolutely annihilate you. And that, that linebacker kept showing up. Aaron, that, that's one of the better – that's one of the most physical individual efforts I've seen in, in some time. Now, Petrie had some, some efforts that were just beyond belief. All right, and I, and I think I think Al Walcott's capable of some of that stuff, but the, but there was a player for <clears throat> BYU, and everybody listening knows who I'm talking about, either 31 or 41. I'm thinking it's maybe 31. He just he just took over the game, and and quite honestly, I don't think the offensive line, and and to a certain extent those wide receivers, and maybe even the tight ends a little bit, were were quite ready for that level of physicality. And and uh, Travis made the point that maybe it was because they just didn't face that the previous week, and it was such a huge step up. I don't know. I might buy a little bit of that. Although in practice, do they not face a great defensive line that's pretty speedy? I mean, I don't think they're doing all, all walkthroughs in these practices. All right, uh, although there are fewer padded practice than ever before, so who knows. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Whew, it's been good. We've had some good commentary, some interesting stuff today, good guests. Let's, uh, let's say good night, and we'll do it next. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today. 972-771-8051. That's 972-771-8051. 8051. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. This is ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. 
Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try their new porky pig tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Monday Night Football had the debut of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman in the booth and saw the Seattle Seahawks hang on to beat Russell Wilson with the Broncos 17-16 last night. Dak Prescott will not go on the IR after his surgery to repair his thumb. Jerry Jones said on the Cowboys flagship station, the fan this morning, that Dak has a real chance to be back within four games. Anthony Avilia took special team player of the week in the ASC. UMHB returns home to face Southwestern Saturday night at 6. UMHB will also had the field naming ceremony for Pete Fredenberg Field Saturday night. You can catch the UMHB Coaches Show tonight at 6 with head coach Larry Harmon on Fox Sports Central Texas. Rangers split the doubleheader with the Marlins yesterday. Texas back at home to start a series with the A's tonight. 7.05 first pitch and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. We must say goodnight. And Aaron, I was just looking at something that amuses me. Alabama wins a game on the road in Austin against a team that'll be in the SEC soon. Saban basically went on a rant after the game. And then I was looking at this ESPN story that has the Alabama panic meter. Okay, how panic to be about different aspects of the team. So I thought I'd go through this real quick as we have to say goodnight, okay? Panic level on the penalties because they had a ton of them. 15 penalties. A one. This is on a one to five. A one. So they're not that worried about penalties. Offensive line, the panic meter is at a five. It's the very top. And they thought they were going to be okay, and they got manhandled by the front seven of uh, Texas. I love Aaron. You know I like Gary Patterson a lot. I love how everybody just gave Gary all the credit. I don't even know if they knew the name of the poor defensive coordinator. Did they? What is his name? Quia, Quia, Tia, 
Kwiatkowski or something, whatever, Pete something. They don't even know his name. Uh, panic meter for wide receivers, it's at a four. Panic meter for the cornerbacks, it's at a three. Quarterback, zero, because, of course, Bryant Young got it done when they needed him to do it the most. All right, everybody, have a great night, and uh, look forward to visiting with you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll recap the afternoon in Austin from Saturday, where Texas took previously top-ranked Alabama.